Welcome to Diceology, an actual play podcast dedicated to telling you stories in an anthology format. We're here for the role-playing and the rolling. I'm your host and GM, Dane, and with me tonight is... Hey, I'm Natalie. I'm playing Juniper Blackbird. And tonight we will be picking up our game of, well, Lady Blackbird with a different system called Simple World by Avery Alder and probably some Firebrands by D. D Vincent Baker, but never a guarantee with that but um it has been a minute since natalie and i got a chance to record it's Uh, been way too long it's been way too long so i'll give a quick recap of recent events all right i'm gonna go real quick so juniper and aira uh, they've recently finished their six month excursion on sonder uh, where they finally managed to create Aira, what is probably a permanent body, uh, an android body, kind of like Matthias's. They also adopted a young man named Solomon, and they built a mech. Oh, they also learned that Rosewood was in distress, um, and they learned of an, the location of an 11th jump gate. So, uh, they kind of, because of the way Saunders' weather works, they were stuck there for a few months and had to kind of make, kind of just sit on that information but during their attempt to leave, they had another altercation with Sister Stray, which ended with Aira saving her loved ones using jump gate tech uh, as part of the mech. And they drew all kinds of eyes. Um, but they decided to go save Rosewood first and went searching for him on Rennick because he was chasing down a criminal. There, after a harrowing search, Juniper was able to return with with the preacher, but you only only to find out that your father and the crew of the HMS Hand of Sorrow had arrived to take you back to Palace, uh, which is the New Empire homeworld. Whether you really wanted to go back or not, did I miss anything? <laughs> good job. I think you got it. I I think that was pretty good. That was pretty solid. Um, that was pretty solid. Okay, so I guess where so we left off with you arguing with your father, right? You you got pissed off at Lord Blackbird because um he basically said your girlfriend wasn't a person. Um and was like you're not you're coming back. Deal with it. Yes. And I think I stormed not, off into the ship. Yes, I think you did storm off into the ship. So, okay, all right. Let me see. Did we miss anything? No, stormed off into the ship. Okay, you ready to get started? Like, started for real? I'm ready. Okay, good. I'm scared. Yeah, my nerves are running high. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just nervous. Like we're getting to the, we're getting to the end of the anthology, you know? And so like Mm -hmm. everything's popping off. So like gone are the days of like, let's just spend six months in the snow (laughs) and have a nice time. Let's walk around in the woods for our first date. Yeah. No. What happened to those days? I miss them. Mm hmm. Well, on to this. Um, (laughs) So I think we're going to open up on Rennick, the Twilight World. Its massive rings hang above the planet. And 
On the surface, the HMS Hand of Sorrow, black and gold, begins to fire up its engines as you, Juniper, along with shortly followed by your father, Lord Hazel Blackbird, the chief engineer Talon, her son, and fellow Dreamblood, Gummy, Aira, and Solomon Board, the, the massive dreadnought. Meanwhile, Captain Summers, who is a stern woman with perfectly pulled back hair and an impeccable u- uniform, she's the chief officer of the HMS Hand of Sorrow, waits for a moment as the engines continue to sort of rev up uh, and is watching the the pathway from the town on Rennick uh, as a couple of New Empire shock troopers are dragging an older man with uh, tattoos on his arm and like a scraggly beard and white hair. He's covered in fresh cuts and bruises. And Captain Summers, she motions them to her and kind of gives like a quick like, good work to the to the soldiers, and she crouches down to look at this this man. And she says something something like, Good to see you again, Mr. Maljaw. Last I saw you, I had a noose about my neck, and you had a whip with my blood on it. Hmm. Seems things have changed. Take him to a shuttle, bring him to Copper Ridge, and see that justice is done. She sort of stands back up and she's got like this very um, self-satisfied look on her face. And uh, I think we see Malja's pleading is drowned out by the sounds of Captain Summer's dreadnought uh, starting to lift up and out of the atmosphere. Aboard the ship, we were, fo- we're following that larger group of people who went on first as, and they start splitting off as they're going down these hallways, which are these like long slate metal uh, industrial style hallways. And there's crew that run by, the occasional soldier. Most of them stop and salute most of the people here. But, you know, lots of these people have work to do. So they start kind of splitting off, you know. Uh, first, Talon leaves to go check on the engines as, they're, as they need to break Atmo. Then it, Captain Summers catches up with them and a number of shock troops behind her, and they, she takes Aero away. Following that, Lord Blackbird actually puts a hand on Solomon's shoulders and guides him away, oddly kindly. Like, you can kind of see the father in him again, which kind of just leaves Gummy to guide Juniper to her room. Which, when you get there, is like a, it's really luxurious space uh, with a massive bed and a whole bathroom to herself. Um, and Gummy kind of stands there really awkwardly. He's a, he's a, sh- not short kid, because uh, he's only like 14, 15, so he just hasn't fully grown yet. Uh, but he has like a shaved head, and I think he's got slightly better uh, doctor's uniform these days. It's not super ill fitting, at least. And uh, so he's kind of just like rubbing his, his, his hands over his pockets and, and he's just, um... So, um, my lady, it's, uh, here you are. This is, this is your room. I'll be in the servants' quarters next door for the remainder of the journey. Uh, if you need anything, I'll be right there. Um, I believe your father wanted to have dinner with you, uh, in a few hours once we're underway. Um, and um, I'm also supposed to watch you, so like, please, just this this can be easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Um. Uh, thanks. I guess. Uh, you're um. You're welcome. Uh. Well, uh, I'll let you get un unpacked then. And he kind of like starts to step out, and then he kind of stops for a second. And he kind of he looks over his shoulder. Uh, I know what she is. Aira. What about Aira? She's, she's not human, but she's, she's a person. Yeah. You should tell my father that. Uh, I did. Well, he doesn't seem to believe it. I'm one person. Maybe she just has to make a sacrifice for the greater good. That's what this is about. You know, all of this. And he, and he kind of gestures to the ship. It's really hard, though, you know. Maybe. I don't know. But is there... I really want to see her. Are you going to let me do that? I don't know. You... I'm supposed to keep you here, unless- Come on, Gummy, you know she's a person. You know how I feel about her. You're a good kid. You don't belong here. I do belong here. I save lives here. Um, for who? No, I- For who? You know what, never mind. Can I see Aira or not? You'll have to ask someone a little higher up than me. If they say yes, I'll take you, but if not, sorry. Fine. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be one room over. Um, don't try anything, I'll sense it. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. Um, yeah. And then he kind of just walks away and like the, sh the door like whooshes shut. So, um, what's up? Let's <laughs> talk to me about Juniper and what's going on and what you're doing. You, you have this dinner, I guess, in a couple hours. I don't, you tell me what goes on. Hmm. Honestly, like, I think Juniper's still really angry. Um, I think she just, like, I think she's just, like, when she goes in there, she just, like, punches a pillow. Um, like, she's so frustrated. And um, she doesn't want to go to this dinner with her father. But she knows that it's an important opportunity to, like, try to talk some sense into him. Um, mm -hmm. You know, try to get him on her side a little bit. Right. Do you, do you change? Like, there's a whole fresh closet. Like, I would wager that this room has, like, I think it might take you a minute to notice this, but this room has your things. Mm. These are your clothes. These are a couple of your little baubles and things resting on, on dressers and, and the like, you know, a couple of your books. Mm -hmm. So I think that Juniper walks over to her old clothes and, like, runs her hands over some of them 
but she just gets like a weird feeling when she thinks about like changing because like really like what those clothes are like they just feel so far away to her right they feel they're, they're probably way fancier than what she's been wearing um, they're beautiful they're they're there are gowns and these robes and they're soft linen and cotton and gossamer and sheer fabrics like there's something i would describe as sort of high fantasy about them Mm -hmm. and you're wearing like rough spun not gritty exactly but tough clothing because you were on tough planets yeah you know yeah i (laughs) i honestly don't think she's gonna change right now just to make a bit of a statement (laughs) but also just because i don't know she feels she feels weird about that fair enough because they don't reflect who she is anymore yeah so do you spend do you spend are the are these like this is a long two hours or Mm. does she fill it somehow i think i don't know i mean i want to like is there anyone else on this ship who's higher up than gummy that's not my father um, I think technically his mother, Talon, the chief engineer, um, Captain Summers, certainly. There used to be a, 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 a captain of the aces, but I'm pretty sure that Captain Summers would have fucking dissolved that position. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's Captain Summers or Talon. Okay. I think I'm going to go try to find Talon. So the moment you open the door, Gummy's already out there. Mm-hmm. Like he sensed your intentions and uh, is waiting for you. And, he, and he's like, um, who did you want to go see? I think it was my mother or was it Captain Summers? Your mother. Uh, oh, I think you might be in luck, actually. Uh, we, can, we can go meet her in her, well, it's not really an office, but the quieter part of the engines. Okay, thanks. Man, if you give me a little more heads up, I could have made her a BLT. She loves those. And, like, he walks um, with you. <laughs> I think Juniper's trying really hard not to take out her anger on this innocent child. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he's not really doing anything wrong, but he's just who's around and she is feeling angry, you know? Yeah, also, he, he is... He is reading your mind without your permission, you know? Yeah, that's not cool. No, uh, I don't think it was. it's his first choice, but he's doing it. So, it, only, it probably takes you a good 10, 15 minutes to cross the ship and go into its lower depths to until you see Talon she's yelling at some people not like in a not like in a mean way but just in a like it's kind of loud down here because you can hear mm-hmm. the engines running sort mm-hmm. of way and she's gesturing one of her hands has like an actual metal talon on it instead of some fingers nice <laughs> and she's got these big old glasses and she turns around and she's like first she's like excited to see gummy and like goes up to him grabs his face like pinches his cheeks a little bit and kisses <laughs> his forehead and then she looks at you and she, um, my lady Blackbird, uh, Talon, is there something I can do for you? My lady, you don't want to be down in the engines. 
It gets messy down here. It's fun for me, but... You don't know what I want. No. <laughs> Listen, trying to do this the easy way. I need your permission to see Aira. Oh, um... Only the captain or your father could order that. <sighs> Seriously? You're not... You're not to be able to have your weapons. What? Are you referring to Aira? Yes, she's quite dangerous. Even basic readings could show how strong she is. And I'm, I'm certain that even if you didn't set up an internal bond, she has marked you as her owner, um, commander. I'm, I'm not sure the, pro the, the proper term would be in, the, in her coding case, but she'll defend you to the death. I mean, follow your orders unquestioning. Sorry, it's proper orders. Juniper, like, walks up so that they're, like, really close together. And she just mm -hmm. goes, Don't you dare ever speak about her that way again. That's an order. Yes, my lady. I think she, like, she just glares at her for a second and then, like, whips around to rush off and find Captain Summers. I think Gummy starts following you and is like, um, what, we're, who, Captain Summers? Yes. Okay, uh, I'll warn you, she does not like to be disturbed. Um, um, are you sure? Are you sure? Okay. Um, well, she'll probably be on the bridge. Okay, I think, yeah, I think she's, she's just gonna... She's just going to storm over there. The bridge is this way, and he leads you to this to an elevator to get you back up to the very top of the dreadnought. And you get you get taken to the bridge cuz the poor typical crew member is not going to argue with what's happening right now. Just I'm not I'm not going to argue with two dream bloods. It's it's not <laughs> nobody's paying me enough. Nobody would ever pay me enough for that. I feel that. And the doors open. You see Captain Summers, she's staring out into... So you guys are in the jump gate already. So, like, the spiraling energy... Like, there's nothing to see. But she's kind of got, her, like, her hands clasped behind her back. And, like, her presence very, very clearly keeps everybody working better. Mm -hmm. uh, how much of that's out of fear versus respect is questionable. But she, there's no denying the results. <laughs> sure. But she doesn't turn to look at you. The door opens and closes all the time. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no reason for her to. Summers. It's Captain Summers, actually, Lady Blackbird. I want to see Aira. Who? Aira. The person I brought with me on the ship. I thought his name was Solomon. Um. Do we need to correct a record? Uh, and she like le she gestures out for for somebody. No. Oh, the uh, the robot, the little one. Where is she? In the hold with the other robot. The Mac. You you put her with robots. She's a robot. Where? In the hold. Okay, well, I need to see her. And I need my ship to run perfectly. 
You see, this isn't a mission from the Emperor himself. Now, you might be able to get away with what you got away with. But I will not. I can get away with far less. And I'll tell you this. And she comes up and like gets in your face. You're not what he really wants. Excuse me? Your PR. Valuable, certainly. Not as valuable as them. So, my answer is no. You're disobeying me? No. I'm obeying my orders. My lady, I am calling you that out of respect for your esteemed father and for you. I'll admit, you're clever. Tough, even. But you have not been, re been reinstated by the Emperor yet. You are an exile called home. You give no orders here. Now, should your father give the order, though I highly doubt it, I would happily let you into the hold. You're a coward. And Juniper just turns to leave. She just turns back to the, uh, to the front uh, viewing window and lets you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. How much time do you think has passed? <laughs> mm, maybe an hour. Maybe a little okay. more. It's a big ship. It takes a while to get across it, legitimately. Sure. And you sure. you went from one end to the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm I might try to meet Aira inside of her mind. Can I do that? Can I roll for dream blood? I I think you can. That sounds good to me. Okay. Um will you read that off? Yeah, so when you channel the magical power you trained into your blood, choose whether you act with malice or with compassion, and roll the appropriate stat. Um, on a 10+, plus, hold three resource points and spend one uh, to cause an effect listed below. On a 7 to 9, oh, on a 7 to 9, as above, but hold two. Um, and on a 6 or less, as above, but hold one. Um, and the MC will make a hard move as normal. Uh, so I think I can, I could just do this from my room, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. So I'm acting with uh, compassion, so I'm going to roll Soothe. Okay. So 2d6 plus 2? Yep. Yikes. That's a 4. Okay. That's I just four. rolled two ones. Okay. So you... Great start. Yeah. So you get a hold still. I do. Um, what would you like to spend it on before I make my move? I think... Well, I guess I don't know if Aira's unconscious or not, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just trying to enter her mind, so I'm not sure if I have to use the... Enter the dream of an unconscious person. I think you would. Okay, cool. What I will say is she doesn't feel unconscious. She doesn't feel unconscious? Mm-mm. Okay. And um, I think she, in fact, feels walled off 
in mm. a way that you've never experienced with her before. Okay. Uh, which probably makes you immediately suspect that Gummy may have been reaching around. Mm. Speaking of, before, like, you, you reach out and you feel, like, these walls or this, like, closed up sort of um, feeling from her. Mm-hmm. And the moment she can feel that it's you, you can immediately feel her, feel her start to, like, loosen up. Like, mm. and, and, but before she can, she can let you in, you feel almost like a hand grab you and pull you back. Mm. And you wake up in your room and Gummy's looking at you. Mm. I told you don't try anything. Seriously? I can't even talk to her? Are you kidding me? No, that you can't. Those are the Why? orders. What, what harm does that do? Seriously. I don't know. I, you could be planning things. We both know how this works. What if you came with me? No, you're not allowed to see her. Come on, why? It's against why? orders. Why? Uh, you seriously believe in the orders you've been given? You seriously respect them? Like, yes. You're blindly following rules. Orders are what saved my life, my mother's life, my friend Basil's life. Everyone on Hold Moon 17's lives. Following orders did that. And 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 ignoring orders, not doing as, as the Empire needs, as the, your captain needs, that leads to, to trouble. Maybe we need some trouble. No, we don't. It's me that's going to get punished, not you. Gummy, please. Just this one favor. Fuck you! I don't want to get whipped! What? Excuse me? Whip? Two lashes for two lashes for a, a, for 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 negligence at your post. Three lashes for directly disobeying orders. Well, that's good to know. Place is more fucked up than I thought. Captain Summers is pretty kind. <laughs> okay. Normally she cuts down a lash or so. Oh yeah, it's very kind of her. So no, I'm not going to let you. I... Fine. Fine. I'm sorry I got I'm sorry I got mad. Just you should get ready for dinner. Just get out of my room. Yeah. And he leaves. Um, should we cut to dinner? We can totally cut to dinner. You're okay. also free to ignore this invitation, just to be clear. Wait, what? You're you're free to ignore this invitation if you so desire, but if you want to go to dinner, go to dinner. I'm going to go to dinner. I'm going to try to uh, talk to my father. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think you... I think there's a dining room. Uh, I, I It might have been just like a cabin that's just been retrofitted into a dining room. There's mm-hmm. a long table... It's been made as nice as possible, but you're still on a military ship, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you, you can put as many candles and, like, tablecloths on things. Like, it doesn't change the slate iron walls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your father's sitting at one end of the long table, and there's a chair for you at the other end. Uh, he looks supremely comfortable here. Like, in a way, like you knew your father ran this ship at one point. 
but he looks a little younger, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like, this is something he did when he was a younger, stronger person. Mm-hmm. A- and, like, the nostalgia of it, the, the memory, the muscle memory is giving him kind of like a, kind of a kick, in a mm-hmm. sense. In some cases, when you see your parents in that state, it's a good thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause it's like, oh... My dad used to be an athlete and like he's on the he's right playing he's playing like <laughs> look at him in flag football in the park but like you know <laughs> look at him he's like all happy and shit like you, you, you go know dad <laughs> yeah in this case it's it's leading a fascist military ship but like whatever you know you know your passions are your passions <laughs> your passions are your passions <laughs> but he's just kidding not condoning at, that <laughs> yeah the occasional um it's not a servant. It's it's very clearly just like a marine who's been conscripted to do dinner service. Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, it like sets out courses and whatnot. Good evening, he says. <clears throat> Thank you for joining me. Yeah, we need to talk. Did you not like your clothes? Uh, did I bring the wrong ones? The. <sighs> Those aren't those aren't mine anymore. I, I don't know. They're always. It doesn't going matter. Whatever. Why do you care about what I wear? I just want you to be comfortable and happy. That maybe I am comfortable and happy. Maybe other people besides you and our family and maybe maybe they have made me happy. Maybe happier than you've ever made me. <clears throat> then I'm sorry. Yeah. If you were really sorry, you'd you'd listen to me while I talk to you about Era. That has to stop. What? (sighs) Juniper, things have been difficult for the Empire. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Starting with your, your outburst and then foiling our attack on Rennick. We nearly lost Hold Moon 17, if not for Captain Summers and some, frankly, stellar work by the crew. That whole moon would have been lost. And finally, there was an attack and subsequent jailbreak on the Kalan Waste. The New Empire needs those artifacts. And a good story for the people, too. Yeah, it sounds like you've really been struggling... With all of your failed colonization and your fancy ships. <laughs> God. You've you've You are seen, so ignorant. You've seen the outer reaches of the Runa system. You've seen them. Yeah. Small towns. A single doctor among them. Think what we could bring them. <laughs> what would you rather the corporate alliance have them? Why does anyone have to have anyone else? Because somebody is going to. It does not have to be that way. It takes one person, one group, to decide that it is going to be that way. And either we all play along or they win. God, why are all of you so cowardly? Why do you buy into this shit? Because I've been doing this much longer than you. (laughs) Exactly, so maybe it's time for some fresh perspective. I think Captain Summers would give you a very different story. She's from Tristful, you know. Whatever, I don't care. 
I don't care about Captain Summers. I don't, I don't care about your goals right now. Like, like, do you see what you're doing? You think you're helping people, but you're hurting them. Things are rough when they start out. You don't want to help people in towns like, or planets like Trisful. Like, I do. Why no. do you think I... You want profit. Rosewood. You want power. Went to my academy that I built for free. How many people do you think he saved? He's one of many. Maybe, maybe once you were connected to the people, to your people. Maybe there was a time that you really cared. But lately, Dad, honestly, I don't recognize you as the kind and caring person who raised me. You're power hungry. And the methods, the methods that, God, our own people are using as punishment, as that, we're not the good guys. Good guys. Good guys. There are good guys and bad guys, you say? No. You want the power to do good? Then you need power. That's where you're wrong. I did, you know what? I did a lot of good when I was down there. For people who didn't know who I was, I didn't need, I didn't need my status <laughs> to do good. Congratulations. You helped a few people. You just, you don't, you don't understand. The people aren't your priority, whether you see that or not. Whether you see it or not, you're in no position to be arguing. I will argue with you until the day I die. If it means serving our people better. Serving this system better. Making this system better. You are going to need to learn to bite your tongue Argue with me all you want, but you cannot argue with the Emperor. Try me. Fine. Would you like to know how everything's going to go? Oh, do tell. Right. We're going to be spinning the story. I'll send you something, since I doubt you hear a word I say. You used your time in banishment to reflect, to grow to miss your empire and desire to strengthen it. You sought out relics and are returning our rightful heirlooms of the old empire. Solomon is a pity case to show how caring and generous you are. How caring and generous the empire is. Even when you have nothing to give, we still give. He'll be enrolled at the Family Academy immediately, and we will support him. The mech and... This era are simply your gifts to the new empire. They will be studied, and there will be no mention of your relationship to that thing. Do you understand? Yeah. It's pretty clear. Your rescue of Father Rosewood and the capture of that criminal Malja are also going to be credited to you. It will strengthen our ties both to the faith 
and give the Empire credit with Tristful when we eventually come to colonize. I hope you know that I am not going to be used as a political pawn. You're going to have to be because the alternative is worse. I don't care. You're not. I think you will. You're not going to take her from me. These things, these are... I am not trying to take it from you. They're not yours. No, they're the Emperor's. She is not the Emperor's property, nor anyone's. She's not mine. She... (sighs) Juniper, do you want a hand in what they will do to it or not? What do you mean? (sighs) When we get there, There will be a parade, followed by a public statement from the Emperor. Immediately following this, you will be granted a personal audience with the Emperor, during which he has promised to grant you a non-military position or boon of your choice within reason. Do you see what I'm saying? You could ask for a research position. If you're not in charge of it, think about who might be. If you want that, play Along. Fine. You know what? I'll I'll play your game. Well, I have to. I'll play it's your not game. It's not my but we, game. We are not on the same side. It's not my game. <laughs> well, you certainly em- are heavily involved. Because the other the what the emperor wanted was worse. What did the emperor want? He wanted you to die nobly for the cause finding these things. He would have had you killed and take them. I can't tell you how hard I worked to keep you alive, to give you opportune choices. So just to be clear, you, um, not only do you support a person who wanted to murder your own daughter, but, um, you expect me to support him too, and to serve under this person. Are you serious? And lose what good I could do, and what bring good are you doing down on you and your mother? What good are you your doing? Your teacher. I'm building schools, sending doctors out into the world. For what? For what, Dad? Really? For because good? Those, because I think yes. you're past that. I'm done having this conversation. After your audience, you're going to come home. Three days. You're going to be expected to return to the family estate. You're to appear publicly, but not officially, meaning you're going to go to shops. You're going to eat out. You're going to be visibly happy with your return. And on the fourth evening, there will be a ball held in your honor. Your suitors, you remember them before your banishment? Yes, they. Two of them, maybe three of them are still available at least. By the end of the night, you're going to pick one. Afterwards, you are going to be quiet until the wedding or if the emperor has need for you. It was this or watch my daughter die. You think I'm happy about this? I think that if you were a brave man, you would have done more. And I think Juniper's going to stand up at this point. Tell me. Leaving. Tell me. What was I supposed to do? You do have power. Dad, you do have power. And you could have used it to make an actual difference. An actual difference, an actual change. 
what would you who is in charge of who has a voice. There is always another way. It is never two options. But instead, you're choosing... God, you're talking about the person who I love in degrading, dehumanizing terms. You're willing to deliver her to some research lab. That's not... Juniper, If it's you a were machine. a good person, if you it's a machine. were a good person, you would listen to me. You would trust your own family member. You would try to see another way. But you don't. This was the other way. I think she just, I think she just like shakes her head at him like so disappointed and turns to leave. He doesn't stop you. I think I want to run to the hold really fast. Mm Hmm. I think you're going to need to roll because Gummy is waiting outside. I don't know if... mm, I mean, she's not intending to break into the hold necessarily. More to see if she can just... But I guess, yeah, I mean, he would detect if I was doing anything fishy. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's waiting right outside the, like... He's waiting in the hall outside where the dining Mm -hmm. room is. Like, he probably has, like, a little tray of food. And has Mm -hmm. just probably been trying to ignore the shouting. Yeah. Um, And, like, when you come out, he, like, puts the food down and, like, stands up. Uh, well, um, would you mind if I took my food back while we go back to your room? I didn't finish. You can finish. Um, thanks. And he, like, sits back down. (laughs) So wait, wait, did he leave me alone? No. He's expecting you to stand there and wait for him to finish eating. Oh, gotcha. He's your guard, right? Like... He is the only person on the ship capable of properly guarding you mm-hmm. because everybody else can get sedated and put to sleep or have their mind read or see horrible hallucinations. Like, mm-hmm. He's resistant to all that stuff and arguably better than you at it. So he's, yeah. <laughs> he's off, he's off doctor duty and has been like demoted to a guard for now, I guess. <laughs> Um, would dream blood magic work on him at all? It's possible. It's just difficult. Fair. If you were to directly mess with him, I would make you roll with disadvantage. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, I think I'm going to try to directly mess with him. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, roll dream blood. Uh, this time you're working, you're acting with malice. So... What stat yeah. are you using? I'm using educated. Okay. So in this case, roll 3d6 and take the lower two. Yes. Hmm. 11. Wow. <laughs> okay. So you get three hold to mess with him. He's just eaten. What do you do to a poor kid? <laughs> I can't believe I got two sixes. Um, wow. So... I think the goal here, uh, honestly, I'm just going to sedate him, <laughs> actually. Fair I think enough. I'm just going to sedate him. I don't know. I can't see anything else working terribly well. 
Um, um, yeah. So his like his eyes roll back into his head, the eyelids close, and his like face slams into his tray of food, and he <laughs> just like falls over. Oh. Okay, I think I'm gonna. Okay, actually, so I have three hold, right? You do. So I'm gonna use the next one to essentially enter the dream of a person. I'm gonna try to connect with Aira again. From here? I don't know. I mean, I think I'll run like a little bit closer to the hold. I mean, right now you could just get to the hold if you want. I could just get to the hold. He's sedated. I okay. will let that ride. These hold okay. need to be used on him. If you want to reach oh, Aira that way, got then it. it would be to be. That makes sense. Um, okay. All right. I'll, I'll just roll again. Okay. So you're, so you're trying to reach out to her as you're running down the halls? Um, I'll, I'll try to like get to the hold because she felt so closed off. I didn't know if it was like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so you get to the hold, and there's a couple guards there, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of standing in front of it. Like, I think the hold has like external doors on the ship, like on the outside of the ship, and there's like mm-hmm. probably a couple small ones on the inside that so like you could go in and, and get what you need. Uh, but there's a couple guards there right now. Uh, what do you do about them? Um, well, I don't actually need to be that physically close. In okay. theory. Okay. I don't I don't know if I'm trying to fight the guards. I might just like see them and duck back behind the closest co- corner and try this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then roll again, this time with Soothe. Yes. So plus two. Mm-hmm. Eight. Okay. So you have two hold. Yeah. Um, what are your options? So my options are take action while your normal senses are blinded, enter the dream mm-hmm. of an unconscious person, manipulate mm-hmm. the dream of another, cause a waking person to vividly hallucinate, read the mind of another, sense for other persons or minds, sedate a person, soothe the person of pain, and affect another target with an ability. Mm-hmm. So those are my options here. Um, I think... Can I enter the dream... Of an unconscious person? She's not... She's not asleep. Okay. Okay. Um, can I... Okay, first... Can I read her mind? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'd imagine there's a way of me kind of like... Entering her... Consciousness. Like, if she... Like, hopefully she can kind of feel that I'm there. Like, I'm not trying to be invasive. I feel like it's finding somebody with your eyes closed. Does that make sense? Mm, mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, you don't get to be in her mind, but you can find her, so to speak. Okay, yeah. So when you find her, uh, she's closed up again like that. And I think you find that because you're not stopped this time, you get the sense, like, she's just repeating over and over, like... Like, focus, don't let them in. Focus, don't let them in. Focus, don't let them in. Like, Mm. trying to, like, keep it. And when she senses you, because you're really familiar to her, it stops. And there's just this, like, complete sensation of relief. Followed by fractured, like, small bits of running thought. 
uh, like anxieties about what's happening and uh, where's Solomon and are you okay and uh, what's happening like all of those sorts of like questions like it's really hard to read but she does know that this is not a two-way communication that you're getting a sense of her but not the other way around mm-hmm. um, um, so she's trying to calm down and maybe like make cohesive thoughts and it yeah. probably boils down to like she like basically like you can't answer any of my questions i'm okay i love you like that's what she's trying to get across mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i want to use my second hold to sue the person of pain like in mm-hmm. this case emotional pain maybe physical pain but probably emotional pain <laughs> hopefully yeah um yeah and this isn't a very, I don't know, vague sense, I guess, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't really talk to her. I can't touch her. It's not a physical ailment. And so I think like I think what it looks like is just Juniper trying to make her feel like warmer and like kind of steady her breathing and just kind mm-hmm. of like use her magic as a presence that communicates. I'm OK and it's going to be OK. Mm-hmm. Um and like basically just like I'm here. Like she really just wanted to connect with Aira before, you know, they get on the ground and she has to do all of this bullshit, right? <laughs> and mm-hmm. just like let her know that <clears throat> like that she's there with her. Like that she mm-hmm. hasn't left or I don't know, forgotten her or something crazy. That's that's real that's the goal. <laughs> that's a pretty good goal. I think it works. She doesn't want to let you go when you have to go Mm -hmm. i think yeah i i don't know if this gets across but like i i want her to be reassured that i'm gonna try to connect with her again i think if nothing else aira will believe that you will always try to connect with her (laughs) yes yes um and yeah i think it's one of the most painful things for juniper to have to leave when aira's really doesn't want her to Mm-hmm. but she doesn't have much of a choice yeah what do you what do you where do you go and what do you do next because there's the thing is there's a whole week on this ship mm-hmm. well i think <laughs> i mean i think that um i need to get back to solomon need like right now Fair. Fair. um and i don't i don't know if he knows that dream blood magic was used on him after he wakes up dream blood magic didn't get used on solomon um he was taken away you don't know where oh wait didn't i use my dream blood magic to sedate him oh no no that's gummy that's gummy or oh i'm sorry i'm sorry wait a second (laughs) 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 um wait what name did you say solomon Oh, they're both sweet teenagers. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm getting them mixed up. Gummy's the bald one. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, Gummy is what I meant, not Solomon. <laughs> does so, does Gummy know if you that you used dream blood magic on him? Yes, yes. Probably. Okay. Don't know what I can do about that. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I just like try to play it off when he wakes up. Where are you when you when he wakes up? That's a good question, actually. Let's start there. Uh, I think I'm standing next to him. Oh, you're gonna try and you're really gonna try and play this off. 
Yeah. Yep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't think that's believable at all. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh God. I think. I think the moment he wakes up and you're there, and he, he like pulls his face up and there's like probably like mashed potato on one side, and then like his eyes glaze over, and he's trying to sedate you. Yikes. Yeah, I think you need to uh, to make a roll here of some kind. Yeah, what role is that? Um, what are your stats? Hindering NPCs, maybe? Mm. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, this sounds like taking action. Uh, when you take an action that risks failure or opposition, roll with one of the basic stats. On a 10+, plus, you succeed at your goal as appropriate. The MC might award you resource point, points, uh, harm dealt, or a bonus to carry forward. On a 7 to 9, the MC will offer you a hard bargain at a, or a cost. If you agree to that hard bargain or cost, you succeed at your goal as on a 10+. plus. Yeah, how do you go about resisting this? Resisting being... Um, would it be possible to resist dream blood magic with dream blood magic no i think this is a stat i really think this okay. is just a stat. I, like i think if you're trying if you go with like because essentially he's sending this sort of tendril out from his mind like this strike of psychic energy like mm-hmm. how do you deal with that do you put up like a wall is it like is it like yeah. tai chi do you try and like take that and like push it back at him um like we've never we've never dealt with uh dream bloods in particular going up against each other yeah yeah i mean i feel like this is essentially mental fortitude right or like kind of like enduring or i don't know like i i I could see this being hardy actually i don't know maybe that sounds like weathering it, like being bodily, and this is mental. Like I feel like it's soother educated here, honestly. Okay. Okay. Like if you're trying to be aggressive about it, I think it's educated. But if you're trying to just sort of deflect in a in a different way, I think it's much more it'd be closer to soothe. Okay, let's do educated. Okay. Like you're 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 throwing up mental barriers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you focus on as like this mental wall? Like if, I'd imagine to keep his thoughts out, you'd need to have like some central something to just be like, nope, this is my entire mind. It's this one thing, you know, like <laughs> what is that core feeling or memory or thought? I think it's like, um, <laughs> so like for, um, uh, what was I going to say? So, like, something that people do, especially with people who have experienced trauma or, like, whatever, if they're trying to learn a response, is, like, um, they make a, like, they essentially condition, like, a a tick into you. And so, like, when you, like, either tap your fingers a certain way or um, do some kind of physical behavior, it puts you, like, in this mindset of um, being calm or focused or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think maybe it's something like that. Like maybe what Juniper does is like put her hand like in a 
like over her heart um Mm -hmm. just to kind of like center herself and like get in touch with herself um and that like that was maybe that's something her mentor taught her of like okay this is like how you center your energy how you get into the space of calms like immediately because i'd Mm -hmm. imagine like if you're working with dream blood magic you have to like you have to you have to be able to get into a sort of meditative state like kind of quickly um yeah that makes sense okay so, yeah let's I try like that. that a lot all right Thanks. 2d6 plus two okay ah. seven okay in this moment i think you get i think you get a flash of his intentions okay and he's thinking okay if i can just I just knock her out, I'll take her back to her room, I'll clean up, and this has never happened. It never happened. Nobody Mm. has to find out. I don't get in trouble. Mom doesn't get in trouble. She doesn't get in trouble. Nobody gets in trouble. Mm. But there's like a niggle in the back of his mind of like, what if, if she pushes me back? And like, there's this like, reaching for like a signal for guards sort of sensation. Hmm. So here's your choice. You can let this happen and you'll wake up and you and Gummy gotta have a talk, (laughs) but nobody else gets involved. You keep him from sedating you here. He is absolutely going to be forced to call guards and then Captain Summers is involved. Then your father's involved. Um, Then rumors start getting out. There are consequences. Okay, yeah, I'll let him do it then. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like he even knows that you're letting this happen. Like, he came up against, like, this, like, iron wall, and then Mm -hmm. it just let him in. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like you almost hear, like, thank you, and then just (laughs) everything goes black. Mm -hmm. And then, like, no, no time passes for you, but when you open your eyes... A pair of dark, dark brown, almost black ones are like looking over you. And it's Solomon. And he just like hugs you. And as he like pulls you up into the hug, you can see that Gummy is sitting in a chair at the end of the bed. And you're back in your room. Solomon, they let you come and see me? Of course. I, I just had to go take a test. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Simple World was developed by Avery Alder, and Firebrands was developed by D. Vincent Baker. Soundscapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind-the-scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening.